0: There needs to be some crazy Democrat with a gun.
1: <laughs> well, it it's going to take like a Republican lawmaker's kid getting gunned down at school before this shit fucking turns around. No, it's not
0: because Republican a Republican <laughs> was shot during a softball game last year, two years ago.
1: Yeah, but not their kids, and nothing right? happened. It's gonna,
0: it, somebody needs to put a bullet through Bob Dole, through uh, Mitch McConnell's grandkids' heads in front of him.
1: Yeah, Bob Dole is already Maybe
0: dead. Maybe that'll wake him the fuck up. I know, he died today.
1: I know. That's
0: why he was on my mind.
1: <laughs> in your mind and in your heart? Bob Dole. Yeah,
0: I've been I've been gripping a pen very tightly all day. Dance, monkey, Dance.
1: And welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John?
0: I'm doing great. I'm enjoying the 80-degree 80 de- 80 weather
1: today. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a very green Christmas.
1: Have you, uh, But there's
0: no such thing as a warning.
1: No. Have you um, signed up for the new Florida military?
0: The new Florida military? I have not heard of this.
1: You didn't, Ron DeSantos, your your amazing governor?
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. The, the militia?
1: The militia, yeah. He's he's He wants his own military force.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Tell me how that's, Rich. <laughs> God damn. Just, you know.
1: I figured you'd be doing your patriotic duty and signing up.
0: I am. I am. I'm going to be
1: there. Getting in line. I got with my with all the shield. I got
0: my American flag. I got my MAGA hat. <laughs> all sass. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. When I read that, I was like only in Florida, man, only in Florida. Could the man that killed a large portion of his population with his stupid fucking beliefs on wearing a mask in a pandemic would then turn around and be like, I need my own military force that I command, not the Pentagon.
0: Right. <sighs> Jesus. Oh, God help us all. <laughs> God help us all.
1: Well, you know.
0: Doesn't get better.
1: It doesn't seem like it's gonna be.
0: Nope.
1: Just a matter of time now. The <laughs> world goes to hell in a handbasket, right?
0: Right. Exactly. I mean, actually, I think it's already gone there. We're just sinking deeper and deeper.
1: Is this just then times? So, this is? Uh, I don't know. So, basically, what you're saying is like, spend your money because why the fuck would you. Why, why the fuck would you save anything when this is the end? Go out and be happy.
0: I know, right? Why not? It's kind of scary. Kind of scary.
1: Yeah. But, you know. So how about some it. good news? You got any good news? Um, well, I was going to talk about the, the passing of Bob Dole, but I don't know if that's good or not.
0: Mm. No? Another dead Republican. That's always good. <laughs>
1: Jesus. <laughs> uh, Live to the ripe old age of 98.
0: Because <sighs> something that evil... Doesn't, doesn't, uh, you know, can't die.
1: Was, was he one of the evil ones? I don't really remember him other than holding the pen.
0: (sighs) He, I don't know. He was one of the Reagan Republicans as far as I know. And they're all assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Okay. Fair enough. (sighs)
0: Oh, but the Today Show has Bob Dole remembered in emotional tributes after death at 98.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Whatever. It was just really a footnote on uh, CNN.
0: Well, you know, they're more worried about Chris Cuomo being fired for sexual harassment.
1: Now. Oh, Jesus, man. Okay. Do you remember, like, like, last year when the Cuomo brothers were, like, on top of the world? When when yep. like people were looking to his brother for guidance during the New York pandemic. And it was like, he's the voice of reason. He's the man that we should be talking to. Then he gets fired and then his brother gets fired at CNN for apparently trying to help him. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck, man? But see, I think I feel like that's really the difference between Republicans and Democrats is as Democrats. We all say, well, fuck it. Lock him up. They did something wrong then they should be punished for it where Republicans are like, Oh, he did something wrong. Just like, don't worry about it. Because we have, mm, yeah, we have the, we have the um, memory of a goldfish in this country.
0: Well, uh, less than that. Yeah. Did you know there was a school shooting last
1: week? <laughs> I did. Oh, okay. I did. Yeah. Yep i'm a little i'm i'm a little shaky on was it michigan where it happened yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, i know that they the michigan police force was chasing the parents of the kid that did the shooting and i didn't look into it as to why i mean did they supply the guns
0: oh they did the father bought the gun for the kid
1: okay so that's why they they were being chased
0: and he, I don't know if he was doing it at school or something, but he had done like a web search for ammo and got caught. And his mother's response was, well, you know, next time don't get caught.
1: Oh, Jesus. Okay. So major assholes. Gotcha.
0: And they, and they ran away. They took $4,000 out of a bunch of ATMs <laughs> and they were hiding in an abandoned building. Nice. Does that not say guilty?
1: Uh, guilty of something, man.
0: Jesus. Shitty people. That's all it is. It's a bunch of shitty people.
1: Yeah, but we'd have to leave the planet to get away from them. There's really nowhere to go. Well, you
0: know, now that they're shooting Michael Strahan into space, I mean, that's a good use of millions of dollars, isn't
1: it? Are they? Yep. Oh. Oh on which on um, the Bezos rocket I
0: don't know one of them well yeah I mean because Virgin's not running yet is it
1: I don't know I I don't keep up with the (laughs) asshole billionaires that are shooting themselves in the space yeah I only watched the William Shatner one because part of me wanted to see what would happen to a 90 year old man going to space But, you know. So anyway. Uh, yes. Um. Okay. So, so before we leave the shitty news segment of the show, did you see the video of the CEO from Better.com?
0: Mm, I don't think so
1: he calls a a zoom meeting and he basically says, look, this is really hard for me to say, but we're laying off 15% of the company. Oh, and basically says, if you're on this call, you're one of the 15%. And like lays out like, okay, so this is what we're doing for you. You're getting four weeks of severance and you're getting three months worth of uh, health insurance and that's it. Good luck. And then hangs up the call. (laughs) Oh, wow. And then he gets everybody together that he didn't fire. And he says, and I quote, it's going to be cutthroat. It's going to be a a bloodbath. We will be watching you very closely. And those who do not perform will be exited from the company.
0: Wow. Yeah. He's a winner. Fired 900 people. But he got $750 million from SoftBank, yep. whatever SoftBank is. Yep. Oh, it's one of its backers.
1: So, yeah.
0: So hopefully the people who were on that call still had a little bit of access to the computers. If they were working remote, that they could like start uploading viruses and deleting
1: files. So... Having been in in one of those types of calls, I can tell you Uh that before the call happens, you are taken out of the system so that nobody can do that. Oh, really? Okay. They literally, when, when it happened to me, they got us on the call and said, hey, you're being let go. Right now, you cannot get into any of your computers and any of that stuff. And basically, they said, if you want your final paycheck and you want your severance package... This is where you need to drop off your stuff. Oh, it's a very well-oiled machine getting rid of people. (laughs) They don't fucking care. Like, like they know that they have you over a fucking barrel because if you want what little money they're going to give you, you're going to do exactly what they fucking say.
0: Well, you can go to the trouble of suing. I because I think can. the last thing a company wants at that point is that there's, you know, even more bad press.
1: Yeah. I mean, you would think. But I mean, if he's going to then get on there and say, you know, either perform well or you're gone. I don't really think he cares about bad press. I don't know who mm, I do guess after this. I don't know who's going to use better dot com. I mean, it's for mortgages and shit yeah so, and so,
0: there's tons
1: of them so yeah yeah so I don't know but yeah I thought that was pretty shitty having been through that I was like yeah that's that's a fucked up thing to do
0: but that's have you've been following the Theranos case mm. Theranos was the, the weird woman who was selling a instant blood test kind of thing okay. it turned out to be nothing but a fraud and they she's being sued for you know fraud and all this other kind of bullshit now she's saying that the guy she hired as like her ceo was manipulating her and controlling her life <laughs> and the prosecutor said he was an at-will employee you could have fired him
1: yeah what the fuck man
0: Yeah. um, She's wackadoo. I don't know if you've you've ever seen any videos of her. Um, There's like a 2020 uh, expose at one point. And this woman, Elizabeth Holmes, like started talking like this in all of her press. And it was like really fucked up.
1: Uh, I'm looking up. Oh, she looks like a whack job. Yeah. Whenever your eyes are that wide, there's a problem. Well, you think she's trying to comp the crazy play? Oh, I'm sure she
0: is. Oh, definitely. Definitely. They looked at texts that she had sent this guy where she said things like she called him my tiger and she wrote, I worship you. <laughs>
1: oh, Jesus. <sighs> I mean, look, she was probably just trying to plan the stupidity of the American people, which is very easy these mm-hmm.
0: days. Give it five minutes. We'll forget it.
1: Yeah, well. Do you hear about the, speaking of crazy-ass people... Feeding on Americans. Did you did you read the thing <laughs> what was happening out of Canada? There was a dude in Canada Which th- that was marketing to anti vaxxers here in the United States. Oh, really? And he basically um was sending this um what he was calling magic soil. And Jesus, he was telling the anti-vaxxers that it was uh, it would reverse vaccinations. It would cure covid. And so these people are eating it and putting it in water and drinking it and snorting it and giving it to their kids. And apparently they found out that it was irradiated soil. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) So um, but he's making a shitload of money in Canada because people are stupid. Horse dewormer? Okay, we'll try that. Irradiated soil? Okay, whatever. As long as it's not the government telling us that we have to get a shot.
0: Well, there, there's some crazy-ass people in Canada. There's this woman, Ramona DiDulo, okay. Didu, yeah, Didulo um, who calls herself the Queen of Canada and thinks that she is the secret ruler of Canada. Oh, and and the Queen Elizabeth, II has been executed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay,
0: and she claims that she was she was arrested for allegedly calling for the execution of medics who administered the COVID-19 vaccine to adults and young children. One of her posts read, shoot to kill anyone who tries to inject children under the age of 19 years old with coronavirus 19 vaccines, blow weapons, or any other vaccines. (laughs) (laughs) Please use airports, hotels, schools, stadiums, and other public venues to hold and detain all traitors. Nice. Each one of them will be held until the day they are executed via firing squad or hanging. Jesus Christ.
1: My God.
0: You know, I mean, those are the people who I don't even feel are entitled to a, to a court trial. No. Just lock them up.
1: No, and you We're know, it, it is Canada, so, you know, it snows 10 months out of the year there. So they, she's probably like cabin fever wacky to start with yeah it's it you know it's it really is social media really fucking with the idea of like not everybody should have a voice and be heard no but she can fucking get out there and post whatever the fuck she wants squeaky wheel gets the oil man that's it
0: cray cray oh yeah yeah
1: Because people are fucking nuts. Yeah. Oh, good times.
0: Yeah. So what else is going on?
1: Oh, nothing really. Did you watch um Hawkeye? I did. Yeah, what'd you think?
0: Um much better action sequence.
1: I think the one shot in the car is probably my favorite action sequence. In probably five years. Yeah. I mean, the it was done really well. Um, the camera moves because you're because you, you're watching it and you're thinking, OK, well, it's it's a spinning camera inside the car and then the camera goes out the window and up and it's like, oh, OK, maybe mm-hmm. it's not just like sticking in the car. Right. Um. And I thought the use of they're being chased by. Russians and the Trans Siberian Orchestra song um what's a Mad Russians Christmas plays? Yes. You know, I thought you know, I thought they were they were really smart and, and that kind of stuff. Um overall I, I really like this show more than I thought I would. Cause I kind of thought that it was just gonna be like, you know, who cares about Hawkeye? Yeah. But like I kind of care about Hawkeye now. Him and his crazy Pym arrows that make the, the other arrows I know, right? giant.
0: I, that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. And then the other one was the, the the one that they shot at the car and it dragged on the Christmas trees on top of it. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. <laughs> oh, it, I mean, it, it was a good episode. I'm glad that it's finally picking up speed
1: and it's it's interesting because we've talked on this show about several different shows that are doing um characters that are deaf or hard of hearing and doing yes sections of it where they are making you feel what that person is feeling and this is no different there is a character named echo that is deaf and um besides her you also have hawkeye that is going has is hard of hearing now and gets his hearing aid destroyed. And there's this whole thing of like just mumbles in the background and he's trying to communicate with people and it's like, wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. That's I, as soon as they started that, I'm like, Oh, we've seen this before.
1: Yeah. But I mean, it's very cool that like they're embracing it as well.
0: Right. Yes, definitely. Diversity.
1: Yeah. I mean they um, had they had the 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 death check from um, Walking Dead in the Eternals. So it's not a totally new concept for Marvel, but it's nice to see that they're taking it to Disney plus.
0: Yes. Yeah, I thought overall this episode was very well done from the tracksuit mafia hiding out in an abandoned KD toy store.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: See the whole you know arrow thing and then um uh, what was i gonna say i'm <laughs> finally naming the dog yeah <laughs> which we knew was coming yeah so um yeah and i totally lost track of time when it went to the credits i'm like that was this
1: <laughs> yeah i mean one of the one of the great things is like with all the, these shows, like they never feel as long as what they actually are, mm-hmm. and because this is an action show, they're longer than like a half an hour. So they 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 tend to fluctuate between like forty five and fifty minutes. And this this one was actually on the longer side, and it didn't feel it. It it, it, it uh, blah, 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 I can't talk. It literally was like, oh wow, yeah okay, wow, I really want to see what happens next.
0: Right. Yeah, I I want to know what the the uh, the boyfriend's story is. And I'm really interested to see who the uncle is. I I mean everybody's got their thoughts.
1: I would I would assume it's Kingpin.
0: Exactly. Well, tracksuit mafia was it in the flashback where they're they're working at like Fat Man Moving or something?
1: Yeah, something like that. They they have the moving trucks when they're chasing them too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I I believe in the comic books, Echo is directly tied to Kingpin. So where there's that whole scene where like she's at the sparring thing and her quote unquote uncle like touches her cheek. Yeah. Everybody's saying that that's Kingpin and. They've got to use D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio was amazing in, in Daredevil. He didn't want Michael Clark Duncan? Well, he's he's kind of dead, so I don't know what they would do with him.
0: <laughs> Come on, if they could redo Oliver Reed for Gladiator.
1: Yeah, but that scene is so off-putting if you watch it now. Yeah. At the time, it was like, oh, that's clever, like the way that they did that. But now it's like, oh, that kind of jumps out at you yeah (laughs) and the only reason I know that is because I rewatched Gladiator a couple of weeks ago and that scene came up Yeah, that scene happened to come up and I was like oh (laughs) that's where they had to reshoot (laughs) yeah I had seen a picture of Russell Crowe recently and I was like god I remember when he was in Gladiator and so I was like maybe I should watch Gladiator I hadn't seen it in a long time But you know. That's
0: that's old Russell Crowe, not fat Russell Crowe.
1: No. No, but even in like Man of Steel, he wasn't as big as he is now.
0: No. No. But you want to talk big. Okay. Brendan Fraser. Oh yeah. my god. There was just a shot of him having his celebrating his birthday on the set of Batgirl. Holy shit.
1: Oh, I haven't seen this. Oh yeah. Batgirl. Uh Yeah, and he's lost a lot of hair and yeah. I mean he actually in the one picture where he's sitting by the cake, he looks a little thinner than he did in Titans. The last time he was on Titans or not Titans and, um, Doom Patrol. Patrol. I mean, he's, they also, there was a rumor this week that they're also eyeing him for the next mummy movie.
0: Not as the lead.
1: Well, bringing back, um, what's his name in that? O'Connell.
0: Oh, Jerry O'Connell?
1: No, not Jerry O'Connell. His his name in the first two, or the first three Mummy movies. Oh, oh. Rick O'Connell. That's what it is.
0: Rick O'Connell.
1: Yeah, so, so they were, his name came up again for that, and I was like, they've got to get him into some kind of shape if he's going to uh, yeah. do that.
0: Well, I would think they would have gotten him into shape for Batgirl.
1: <sighs> you know, it's weird, like, Movies happen so quickly now, and yeah. it's like they they cast these people and they're on set that maybe there just wasn't time. You know, it's it's that and it's that weird thing too of like he's already in a DC property, and right, you know he is Robot Man and Doom Patrol, but now he's going to be in another DC property where he's Firefly. Right. I don't know. It's it's all that stuff is always weird to me, but maybe it was one of those things of like he was a last minute casting choice and they were just like, get him on set, man. Yeah. Maybe they'll do what they did in, um, in the first Captain America and like digitally make him skinny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that would be funny. That would be funny.
1: I mean, I I do feel good that he's getting this like resurgence in his career, though. Mm -hmm. There was always like when you hear about nice Hollywood celebrities back in the day, he was always one of them. He was always like, oh, yeah, he's a really cool guy. And then all that blacklisting shit happened. And it was like, oh, man, that kind of sucks. And now that he's making his comeback, it's nice.
0: Yes, it is apparently one reason he stopped acting acting way back then was he was sexually assaulted by a former president of the Hollywood foreign press association.
1: Yeah. And nobody believed them.
0: Right. Right.
1: And that, that kind of fucking sucks. I mean, because he was a guy. That's right. You know, but
0: His left hand reaches around and grabs my ass cheek, and one of his fingers touches me in the taint, and he starts moving it around.
1: (laughs) I mean, that'd be kind of shocking for anybody, I think.
0: Uh, Yeah. I don't know. It's... mm, (laughs) Society sucks.
1: Well, yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I don't know it's he's he's finally getting you know recognized again and I don't know if you saw the video where they basically showed him the internet where everybody was rooting for him and he was like fighting back tears I mean you got to feel for the guy
0: yeah definitely
1: So what else did you watch this week? Have you been watching the Flash thing?
0: I've been watching the Flash thing. It's horrible.
1: Is it? I haven't heard I mean, good it's, things.
0: It's it is the worst the worst DC event they've ever done. <laughs> Between the, the shitty animation of the, the 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 bad guy and now Tom Kavanaugh's coming back is Eobard bomb On from you know the first couple of seasons, yeah, it's like, why are you even doing this?
1: Because they don't know what to do with it,
0: yeah. Um, (laughs) I I don't even know what else to say about how bad it is, (laughs) but he's at the uh. Who is it? Yeah, there's. So in this last episode, the the guy from the future is telling him that he's going to go bad and he's going to destroy the world. And Barry starts having these disassociative episodes, kind of like Starfire in Titans, okay, where he just goes off and like, you know, is is potentially hurting his friends so he goes to the hall of justice to see black lightning because people were clamoring for more of that character (laughs) (laughs) and um oh what does he say he says there's some phrase that they agreed to that if he you know if one of them is going bad you have to go go find somebody at the hall of justice and say this to them and they will disarm you. They'll be able to like take away your powers. What? So yeah, it was really weird.
1: Yeah. It sounds like they've just given up.
0: (sighs) Well, yeah. Well, that and, um, legends of tomorrow. Holy shit. Oh, really? Oh my God. That's horrible. (laughs) Now the guy who plays Constantine is playing a different character, but they're doing that, that whole shtick of, you look so familiar.
1: Oh Jesus.
0: Yeah. I mean, they were, they were lost in the 1920s. They accidentally killed, um, uh, J. Edgar Hoover, but it wasn't J. Edgar Hoover. It was a robot. Wow. Yeah. It uh, crazy. <laughs> crazy shit. Crazy shit. Um I I I'm just trying to get through.
1: <laughs> Why not just, just trying up? to get
0: through? No. I want to see this through. Okay It hasn't been like It hasn't been like Walking Dead for me Where I just got so sick and tired of Not finding anything out It was like another case of Lost It's like we really don't know What we're writing But we're going to do this now And then we're going to move these characters over here And then we're going to have another series Where it's about the early days of it But you never find out anything then (laughs) Yeah well so, um yeah. well It's cray-cray.
1: Yeah. I don't know. At some point, I just couldn't do it. And I keep reading all this stuff online. Like, I, I was part of the Flash Reddit page until, like, it, it became one of those circle jerks where you couldn't say anything bad about anything that was going on in the show. Or else, like, they crucified you for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you can't be t- that blind to the fact that like the show is getting bad. And if you are that blind, then you need to fucking go away. But like all these people were just like you know, they, they would say something about the writing on the show and or like the fact that Iris is like one of the main focuses and they're like, you just don't like the actress and you're a racist. And it's like, well, no, it's not called the Irish show. It's called The Flash. Right. And I just I don't get that. I I don't get like the toxic you can't say anything bad about my favorite show thing. Like that's that's just as bad as as shitting all over everything else. Like you're you're being super woke is not the answer either. Yeah. Like it's not you you have to be objective about that kind of shit. I don't know. Every show has good episodes and bad episodes. You just got to deal with it.
0: Sure. That's the horrors of fandom. And again, giving a voice to people who don't deserve a voice.
1: <laughs> well, again, yeah. I mean, the
0: it's like who's the who's the big fat guy who was what was it called? Ain't it cool news?
1: Yeah. Yep
0: it was like you know just some fat guy who couldn't get out of bed in his parents house so he started reviewing things and was really snarky about
1: it and well I mean I I will maintain to the day that I die that social media is the downfall of civility in this world you can say whatever the fuck you want and you can get away with it yeah I mean, I just I don't understand anymore what, you know, you go on all these social media platforms and now, you know, fucking Facebook wants you to to jack into the fucking metaverse with a headset. Right. And spend your day in there. And it's like, eh, no, no, nope.
0: but there are people who want that.
1: See, but here's the thing. Did you see the movie Ready, Ready Player One?
0: Um, I haven't yet.
1: Okay. So met the metaverse is basically what they had in Ready Player One. But Facebook is coming at it from the side of the evil people. Like right out of the gate. Like because in the movie, the evil people are trying to win the Easter egg so that they can sell all these ads into your vision in the Oasis and that's just what fucking Facebook is going to do Facebook is going to make it so that like you're not having a good time until like you see all this shit pop up on the screen in front of you that you're going to have to cancel out of before you can like meet with your friends or whatever and it's like I'd rather just go outside at that point and like actually go out into the sun Mm mm-hmm I don't know. I think I think while I don't like people and I don't like crowds, um, if I have to spend my time doing something, it's not going to be jacked into a computer. I'd rather go outside and take a walk or like, you know, ride my bike or something. It's not going to be right. Like 90 percent of the people are going to think like me and be like, well, I'm not going to spend 12 hours hooked into the metaverse. You know, and if my job is like, hey, you know, we're going to start doing Zoom meetings in the metaverse, I'm going to be like, we need to rethink this. Because what the fuck, man? I don't know. It just seems like a shitty, shitty thing that's coming our way that we're not going to be able to stop.
0: Oh, definitely not. De- I mean, this is, uh, this is Wally. This is sitting in your Barca Lounge lounger wearing your Oculus <laughs> pretending you're doing stuff.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: And, you know, they're showing, I forget which ad it is, but there's the one that looks like it's like a, a Tai Chi class or something, and then there's like this big, wavy wall, and this woman drops through it, and she's got like these lightsaber batons, and... <laughs> It's like yeah that's really cool but that only goes so
1: far. Right. And the one that I never understood was during their big presentation they did the guy that was like supposedly weightless in space. And it's like how does that right. translate to me standing there at home? Right. Like the whole the whole point is that you're supposed to be surrounded in this and you're supposed to feel what your character's feeling. That's like none of that shit surfing like, okay, like, how am I supposed to feel like I'm surfing?
0: Well, you have to set up a big fan in front of you and then you have somebody who's spraying mist in your face.
1: (laughs) Well, and if I and and if if um, like virtual reality has taught us anything is nobody wants to pay for the gear the gear is really expensive and it's like unless they're giving it away nobody's going to adopt this right you know at least if you want to play video games on your home computer there's a good chance your computer's going to run it but if you have to buy specialized equipment to play the games they're not going to fucking do it it's going to be a very specialized group of people that fall into the metaverse I don't know it's bunch of bullshit man
0: (laughs) so I did start watching something that I talked about last week I started watching the Peter Jackson Beatles documentary okay the first episode is two and a half hours long. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, Peter Jackson learns to edit.
1: <laughs> well, he doesn't have to, though.
0: And it got to the point where it's like, OK, I, I have to go to bed. I'm like <laughs> Turned it off, finished watching it this morning. Um, it's very interesting. Because you feel like you're kind of eavesdropping on them the way the camera was kind of making this documentary on their you know their last public event okay um and it it's really weird because the footage is really good and could be contemporary if it weren't for like the bad 1969 fashion
1: <laughs> well and they also apparently what Peter Jackson did was he used artificial intelligence and and learning computers in order to enhance the audio and the video, which is why it looks like that.
0: It's interesting. It's very interesting. Yoko is there. (laughs) And in in like the first couple of hours, you just see her like sitting next to to John the whole time. And it's like, what the fuck is she doing there? And at one point, she kind of reaches over to John and like tries to like pat him on the shoulder. (laughs) And then towards the end, they're like all Throughout this whole thing, it's like they do a lot of screwing around. Yeah. Like musically and stuff, like like not singing their song lyrics right or just, you know, singing the sounds. And there's one shot. So at the end of this, no surprise, uh George Harrison quits the Beatles. Okay. He gets he gets fed up with not having a voice and having to do everything Paul's way and he finally says you know that's it I'm out and just walks away and he goes over to the manager and says find a replacement you know call so and so get somebody you know to replace me I'm done I'm done trying to make him happy and um, it's kind of disturbing but Paul was really the boss really in all of this um, they definitely still have a rapport at this point but it's the whole premise is that they've got three weeks to rehearse like a dozen songs and it's supposed to be in this um, empty m- movie studio but they're trying to find, think of somewhere else to go. And they're kind of thinking of like the Elvis comeback special where it's like, you know, we should go back to the cavern and we should, you know, it should be very intimate. And and that becomes like a sore point. Like at one point (laughs) they start um, harassing Ringo because Ringo's like, I don't like, we're already here. There's a guy already setting up our, our sound equipment for the recording of this. And it's just kind of weird. But towards the end of this, after George goes away, you see like the next day and they're talking about it. And John's like, so we give him another day. And if he doesn't come back, we get (laughs) clapped. Just like, you know, that's that's, you know, we need a guitar player. That's all there is to it. And they're talking about the agent is like, you know, well, what if you just tell everybody that he's sick on the night of the concert? and then you know it's like well what if we split up his instruments between you know the other three and there's a shot of them just kind of messing around and there's yoko sitting in georgia's spot and it's it's that that stereotypical impression of yoko ono where she's just kind of screaming <laughs> <laughs> and it's like oh that's where that came from okay <sighs> interesting It's very weird. You see them going over somebody's record catalog that they're thinking about, assuming is part of their Apple core. Um, um, Linda McCartney shows up towards the end of it. They smoke an awful lot. Well, yeah. Um, But it's, it's interesting. I mean, I'm going to watch the next two.
1: Well, just so that you know, I'm looking at it on Disney plus here and the, Part one is 157 minutes. Part two uh-huh. is 174 minutes. And part, and part three, three is 20 a, minutes. Is 139 minutes. So it's, it's quite Jesus the Christ. ask for, for a documentary. It's eight hours. Good it's God.
0: an eight hour documentary. It's like, who's that guy who does the NPR, the uh, PBS documentaries? Oh. Like the Civil War.
1: Yeah. Uh, with the, with like the moving pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't think of his name. I know who you're talking about, though. Alex. Is it Alex?
0: No, it's not. No, it's not Alex.
1: The fuck is his name? Ken Burns. Ken Burns. Yes. Okay.
0: Because he did that. He did Civil War. And then didn't he do like jazz or something? He did like a
1: baseball one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, he's done a bunch of those yeah I mean, anywhere else this would have been like an eight part series. i I really wonder why they only did three parts.
0: yeah, it's like they could have broken this out to make it more palatable.
1: yeah, that's a little weird.
0: yeah, it's very weird it's but I mean it it's very interesting to watch to watch the dynamics of this iconic band that you know we haven't seen the likes of since right you know BTS (laughs) (laughs) New Kids on the Block you know I mean what's out what is currently out there there's no band that's going to eclipse the Beatles at this point no I don't think so
1: well I mean (sighs) I don't think for that style of music no I mean I think I think as music has become more diversified in like the types of music that people listen to i could see like um like there's going to be an argument at some point for metallica of being you know the greatest band ever but they're a very specific type of music and Mm -hmm. they can't be compared to the beatles because it's not the same But I think, I think depending on what your musical avenue is, is, is what you consider like, you know, there's, there's those people that are, you're either in the Beatles camp or you're in the Elvis camp, like, yeah, you know, as to who's the best,
0: but you know, like Metallica versus ACDC.
1: Well, so my, my issue with Metallica is like, since the black album that like broke them into stardom in the early nineties, they haven't done anything that's even come close to that. Right. And so like they're, they're riding on shitty music and nostalgia from the fans that were there in 1991 when that album came out. Um, whereas ACDC had had several hits over the course of their career, um, that you know still gets used to the, to this day. So, right. Again, I think it it all it all depends on your frame of reference.
0: <clears throat> true, true. I mean, you know, there are people who think like Adele is the new Barbra Streisand, or you know, Carol King, or yeah. I don't know. I don't see any legends coming out of the last twenty years. Cardi B, <laughs> <laughs> Megan the Stallion.
1: You know, yeah. And and, well, I guess every generation is going to have their version of stars that the previous generation doesn't understand. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe Cardi B to these people, like to the people of today is like the greatest thing they've ever heard. I don't know.
0: But I mean, look at look at what a flash in the pan Nicki Minaj has been, and she was like so important. Yeah, you know, she was she was a groundbreaker. According to some people,
1: was which was the one that was the stripper, was that Cardi B?
0: Oh, I don't know. Was it? They all dress like strippers. One
1: of them was a stripper <laughs> who like got into music and like hit it big or something. I just don't well, remember awesome. which one it is. You know, positive role models for your kids. That was Cardi B. It was Cardi B. Hmm.
0: Yep. From stripper to Grammy Award winner.
1: It's the way life goes sometimes, I guess. But it says she did it so she
0: had money to go to school. Okay. So, who are we to judge?
1: I mean, we're assholes on the internet. We can judge whoever we want, right?
0: Uh, apparently (laughs) whose career are we going to end next
1: oh we don't have that kind of power oh okay (laughs) I'm sure I would love you know Cardi B's uh, bank account but you know would I I be willing to go through what you went through no
0: no Nah. Well, Megan The Stallion has a chicken sandwich named for her at Popeyes.
1: <laughs> you haven't, you haven't succeeded hey, until you're at Popeyes with a with a chicken sandwich named after you. That's right. Is she the one that did the the wet ass pussy song?
0: Her and Cardi B. Yep.
1: Oh, it was both. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> So do you think that Popeye's actually understands who like they're supporting with that? Or do you think it's just like, this is a hot name. Let's get her in for a chicken sandwich.
0: I think they're catering to what they think their base is. Okay. Good or bad. You're not going to see a sandwich named for Michael Bublé at a Popeye's.
1: But you can go drink his water. Bublé water. Yes
0: yes 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 uh, so other things I've watched yeah I'm I'm immersing myself in the holiday season by watching movies I have never watched before oh okay and um, boy there's a lot of shit out there
1: what did you watch
0: well um, I watched Jingle All the Way with oh, Arnold
1: with little Jake Lloyd
0: some of his finest acting (laughs) before those mean old Star Wars fans gave him a nervous breakdown
1: yeah well yeah I mean in in the pantheon of Christmas movies and like capitalism seeping into Christmas jingle all the way is is one of the worst offenders of like a parent doing whatever they can to get the toy that their kid wants
0: oh yeah i mean it's every bad stereotype of black friday that you've ever heard of yep from you know the shitty knockoff versions of the toys to you know beating people up to get what you want in a store yep but it was such a good movie that there's a jingle all the way to is there really starring Larry the Cable Guy
1: oh Jesus
0: as Larry of course and absolutely no one else you have ever heard
1: of that sounds about right I mean he's the go to for when you're when you want to make a franchise but the original stars will never come back 'Cause he took over the the Tooth Fairy movie too.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. Uh Dave Squatch Ward did play Santa in the second version.
1: I don't know who that is.
0: I don't either. But it's good on IMDB credit. Um I also watched a bad mom's Christmas. What is that? it's mila kunis kristen bell and katherine Hahn has bad moms
1: oh oh i remember the bad mom movie i didn't know i didn't realize they made a yeah sequel. they did a
0: christmas movie too yeah there's a christmas movie oh where christine baranski susan sarandon and cheryl hines play their mothers
1: oh uh, okay
0: um yeah susan sarandon how you fallen <laughs> <laughs> God, you used to be like one of the best actresses out there.
1: Uh, They came out a year apart, which means they they basically shot them back to back.
0: Yeah. I mean, it had some some decent people in it. I guess wasn't
1: bad. Wasn't bad moms. Wasn't that like pretty much like a hit, though? Didn't didn't that do well at the box office?
0: bad moms there was bad teachers wasn't there bad bosses
1: yeah
0: whole franchise
1: I mean but don't you think that Susan Sarandon at this point like she's past that Hollywood prime of like you know she's not the sex symbol in the movie anymore she's going to be relegated to parents and grandparents yep. That she's going to take whatever the fuck that she gets in order to you know pay the bills
0: Oh, she's got a new series coming out. Oh, does she? It's the white redneck. Ver- it's the white redneck version of uh, Empire.
1: Well, so on Susan Sarandon's uh, IMDb, <laughs> the the very top uh-huh. one is Bad Moms, yes. Moms, which is in pre-production. <sighs> Holy shit! Wow. Okay. <clears throat> I mean she does multiple movies a year. You'd think that she'd be a little bit more discerning.
0: No. No.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah, she's a she's in a series called Monarch. But so far she's only credited in one episode. Oh. And it stars oh, Trace Atkins is one of the stars.
1: Oh, it's one of those shows, huh?
0: Yeah. Faith Prince, who was Richard Kine's girlfriend on Spin City. Oh, okay. Anna Friel, who was in um, Pushing Daisies. Okay. And absolutely nobody else I've ever heard of. (laughs) Oh, D.W. Moffat. Who plays Trip DeWitt.
1: I didn't realize that Faith Prince was in The Last Dragon mm-hmm. in 1985. She was? Yeah. Apparently, she played the girlfriend of the sleazy club manager. Like, really? Like, she's the she's the one that, that they're trying to get, like, up on stage or whatever. Like, it's been forever okay. since I've seen The Last Dragon, but...
0: That was her first movie with Bruce Lee, according to IMDb. Okay, yes, is that the one with Show Enough?
1: Show Enough, yeah,
0: or is that, yeah, Show Enough?
1: Show Enough, and he's wearing like, um, like football pads.
0: Yes, yes, yep. (laughs) Oh, now I'm gonna have to check that out. (laughs) Damn it, Uh. Show Enough, the Shogun of Harlem.
1: Yep. Oh, it's not streaming anywhere.
0: Oh, there are ways to find it. Uh, There are. William H. Murphy was in it. Murray, Macy, whatever the fuck his name is. Who? William H. Macy?
1: William H. Macy was in...
0: Yes. In Last Dragon. As JJ.
1: I don't remember him in that.
0: And Ernie Reyes Jr. and Senior.
1: Well, Ernie Legacy. Reyes, Ernie, Ernie Reyes Jr. went on to do a bunch of the Ninja Turtle stuff.
0: Yes, yes.
1: But the dude that Crazy. played Bruce Leroy is, is you well, know, he hasn't been in anything since 2018, but he was still acting.
0: Yeah. What about the guy? Oh, Tymac? Mac. Oh.
1: Yeah, Timec. Leroy Green.
0: Who's the other Leroy? Leroy
1: Jenkins? (laughs) That's not from that, but yeah.
0: (laughs) Wow. Okay.
1: And show enough died in two thousand and eight. At the age of fifty six.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I also watched one of Robin Williams' last movies, which happened to be a Christmas movie. Which was it's called Merry Merry Friggin' Christmas.
1: Merry fr- why do I not remember that?
0: It's not good. Oh. <laughs> it's not good at all. Oh my god. And you would think with the cats. Okay, so it's Robin Williams, Candace Bergen, Oliver Platt, Joel McHale. And lauren graham from gilmore girls
1: okay but it's so
0: bad it's robin williams plays joel McHale's father and as a father he was a drunk and he was an asshole and he ruined christmas when he was a little boy so joel McHale, joel kind of goes the extra mile for his kids and he hasn't seen his his parents in years because he's avoiding his father and then his younger brother ends up adopting his girlfriend's Mexican baby <laughs> and wants Joel McHale to be the godfather, so he gets guilted into going home for Christmas for the christening. And there's nothing funny about it. It's horrible. That's... It's I mean, it's very much Robin Williams against type. Okay. But it's just not. A good movie so what happens is they end up going to his parents house for Christmas and he has forgotten to load his youngest son's Christmas presents in the car okay so on Christmas morning he's trying to make sure the kid still believes in Santa Claus um, so he decides he's gonna drive back home to get the presents it'll be like you know an eight-hour round-trip but he'll still be back by 7 a.m. <laughs> and on the way his car breaks down so Robin Williams has his dad goes out to rescue him and he's in the in a porta potty business and the other brother has accidentally fallen asleep in one of the porta potties <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's supposed to be like all of this um comedy happening but it's okay. not. there's like a homeless guy Santa who's Oliver Platt
1: <laughs> okay.
0: And, um, yeah, it's just not a good movie. Wendell McClendon Covey is in it as his sister with her um, sex offender boyfriend.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: It, it's not good. It's not good. Huh. Um, it's sad.
1: I'm, I'm kind of shocked that, like, well, maybe that's why he, maybe he saw it and was like, you know what, I can't do this, this is
0: good. I can't. I, no, I'm done. I'm done. And then another one I'm watching is Mixed Nuts with Steve Martin from 1994.
1: Mixed Nuts. Mixed
0: Nuts. It's about about a group of people who operate a suicide prevention hotline. Oh, (laughs) jeez. And comedy ensues. And it's got a great cast. Steve Martin, Madeline Kahn, Robert Klein, Rob Reiner. Leif Schreiber plays a cross dresser. Greta <laughs> Wilson.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: And oh my god, it's horrible. There's nothing funny about this. You know, there's a, there's a, a funny sequence where Madeline Kahn's character leaves early to go to her her husband, her dead husband's sister's house for Christmas and she gets trapped in the elevator. <laughs> and she's got all these Christmas presents for the kids and one of them is like a karaoke mic voice recorder kind of thing so she's like playing on that to try to get somebody's attention there's like a fake bugle <laughs> but I mean there's not a lot of humor in it um, Gary Shandling is in it wow Um, and Adam Sandler is in it
1: like he's young, playing young Adam Sandler
0: Yes, but he's playing Bobby Boucher. Oh, as a different character's name. God. But it's Bobby Boucher.
1: Okay. Oh, Jesus.
0: 94.
1: So what you're saying so far, is that there are very few funny Christmas movies
0: so far. Okay. So far. Not even a heart I there's not even a heartwarming moment in any of these movies.
1: What do you consider your top Christmas film?
0: Oh God, uh, Die Hard.
1: <laughs> okay. I don't. I. I. Hmm. I don't know.
0: I don't know that there's a Christmas movie that, as I was flipping through the channels, I would stop and watch because I had to.
1: Okay.
0: I mean it's a wonderful life yeah okay seen it a million times
1: but i mean Um, i know what they say it's a christmas movie but a lot of that movie does not take place at christmas
0: no just the final scene yeah every time a bell rings (laughs) an angel gets its wings
1: (laughs) i mean what about like so so the movies that they play constantly at christmas like elf and I, I wasn't a big fan of Elf. I'm not a big fan of Will Ferrell. Okay, what about A Christmas Story?
0: Uh, not a big fan of it.
1: Mm-hmm. National nope. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Nope. Muppets Christmas Carol.
0: Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah, I I guess I would stop and watch that.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> um, the Patrick Stewart Scrooge. Okay. Uh, Christmas Carol
1: so basically um, anything with Scrooge in it right because you are a Scrooge is that what I'm hearing yes
0: you yeah. Murray's few Scrooge 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 Carol Kane is great. Carol Kane is great in that <laughs> I'm serious
1: well what about Buster Poindexter
0: is the cabby Yeah. Ghost of Christmas Past. Yeah. Yes. Um, I saw part. I saw like the last forty minutes of Polar Express the other
1: day. Yeah. And that's just a
0: creepy ass, horrible movie. That should be burned.
1: Well, uh, but don't you? I know it's not a great film, but what they were trying to accomplish Back was then? groundbreaking. Yes. Yes. So I, I have to look at it in both regards of like there's that uncanny valley thing that happens but at the same time it's like what they were doing had never been done before. Okay. So I don't
0: know. Yeah but it's got a lot of those those massive scenes where there's lots of characters in it but they're all chunks of of the same animation like copied over and over again
1: well yeah i mean shortcuts my friend shortcuts
0: oh uh, i guess i mean i kind of like the grinch movie with jim carrey with the jim
1: carrey see i yeah i like the animated one i like the the classic oh, tv the, most recent, the more recent one no no yeah the, the, the classic oh, the one first one from tv with
0: boris with boris carloff
1: with boris carloff I don't feel like you have to pad out that story to get to 90 minutes. Like, I don't need to see the the... Grinch as a baby. No, no. With the creepy kid in the makeup. No, I don't need that.
0: (laughs) The creepy kid in the makeup was that, that kid with the the disease that stopped him from growing. And he was on that weird soap opera with the witches
1: a weird soap opera with the witches, yes. Um, all right, now I'm gonna have to look him up.
0: Oh, uh, um,
1: Josh Ryan Evans, yep. Uh, he's only 37 inches high, and he, he was dead. A, Passions, yes.
0: Passions, he, that was
1: it. He died at the age of 20. Yeah. he landed the spot on the dancing baby ice cream commercial which led to his role in baby geniuses where he played all mm. of the babies <laughs> um, oh man i lost it We're dancing baby which led to baby geniuses where he played all the babies and did all the dancing his co-star in that peter mcnichol introduced him to david e kelly who cast him as a recurring guest Orrin cooley on ally mcbeal a child yes. lawyer who gives Ellie a hard time. He then had a role on Passions. Uh, it was his first contract role in a TV series. He also appeared in How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Wow. Uh. His character on Passions in 1999 died on Monday's episode, August 5th. Joshua died soon after.
0: The character, the character died right before he did?
1: The character died in an episode. And then apparently he died. That was August 5th. And he died. Oh, wait a minute. So apparently they shot it a couple of days beforehand. And then he went into surgery and died during d- during the surgery on that day. So the episode came out on August 5th. He died on August 5th. Hmm. Dun dun dun.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Um, I thought the Kurt, Kurt Russell movies were f- were fun, but they've got this creepy animated elf the, animal the elves, kind of yeah. thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, you know.
1: My kid was watching the first one the other day and where he's in the jail and he's in there with uh, little Steven from the the Bruce Springsteen band and they have the musical number and I was like well this is weird and then the elf showed up and I was like what the fuck is that and the kid was like that's an elf and I was like that's not an elf (laughs) and so I just I was like is this any good and she's like the first one is good the second one sucks and I was like oh okay
0: yeah, the second one is like, how much tighter could Goldie Hawn's face be?
1: Well, and so she shows up at the end, right? So we're watching it, and I, we get to the end. End of the first one. End of the and first the second one. one. She's like a, yes. And and so she turns around, and my kid goes, "Do you know who that is?" As if I don't know. And I said, "Yeah, that's Goldie Hawn. That's his wife." Right. And I said, "It's nice to see that Mrs. Claus can get some work done in the off season." <laughs> Yeah,
0: I mean the original Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street is good.
1: Yeah, what about the um, was it the Santa, what, holiday Inn, what's the, the the Santa Claus movie with um, oh, Bob Thornton? No, what's his name? The guy who played Arthur. Oh, guy who played
0: oh Dudley Moore. Dudley oh Moore. You, Yes. What with, about that what's one? What's his name? It's Santa Claus.
1: Yeah, what's his name?
0: Is it Attenborough?
1: Um hang on I'll look it up Dudley Moore um, Santa Claus the movie played a character named patch okay and Santa Claus was David Huddleston oh okay. Also had the likes of John Lithgow and Burgess Meredith in it. I can, mm. I can, I can honestly say that I maybe saw this movie once. Yeah, I was not a fan of this movie.
0: I don't think I saw it once. No? I remember seeing parts of it. Okay. Um, Holiday Inn is good. I watch that every year because it was one of my dad's favorite movies. Okay. Um gremlins is a halloween is a christmas movie (laughs) gremlins is a good christmas movie okay
1: okay in your opinion nightmare before christmas is it a halloween movie or a christmas movie yes (laughs) it's a
0: christmas movie
1: did they try to capitalize in the three months at the end of the year yes yeah yes okay What about the Tim Allen Santa Claus movies?
0: Um, I liked them.
1: I liked the first one. I thought the other two were obnoxious.
0: The third one is pretty bad. Yeah. Is that the one with the, the, the robots? Is that the second one? No, the second one was the Mrs. Claus with Juliet from Lost as Mrs. Claus.
1: Yeah, but doesn't he leave the robot in charge while he's off looking for her?
0: was that that one? Oh, and the okay. third one oh the third one was jack frost who erases him from
1: yeah and turns yeah. the north pole into like a theme park
0: yes 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 yeah white christmas is good charlie brown christmas yeah batman returns takes place at christmas <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I mean if you want to get like that Iron Man 3 is also considered a Christmas movie then because it happens at Christmas
0: sure well Hawkeye is a Christmas show yes Um, Jingle Jangle that was on was it Netflix last year or two years ago I mean that was cute yeah. I can see that being a new standard okay Um, but yeah I can't think of any that I'm going to go out of my way to see except
1: maybe Holiday Inn or White Christmas. Okay. I Every year we watch Christmas Vacation, um, A Christmas Story, and Muppets Christmas Carol on Christmas Eve. And that's the only okay. three Christmas films that I ever watch. Mm. Other than that, I don't It it all just seems to be trying to capitalize on shit that doesn't really interest me.
0: Yeah. What about Krampus? We're recording this on Krampus, not Krampus.
1: Oh, is that is that tonight?
0: That's tonight. Oh. Where we'll have been three days ago as (laughs) our
1: listeners are listening to this. At least. Well, you know. guess if you're in one of those countries where Krampus shows up yeah gotta watch out for the Krampus
0: you know I mean in the U.S. you know the the biggest threat was you know Santa's watching you <laughs> but if you're in like Germany it's like watch out for Krampus yeah if you're a bad kid he's gonna he's gonna throw you in a sack and beat you with a stick <laughs> I don't know. Which one do you think will will cause kids to be better?
1: Yeah, well. Krampus is supposedly the evil brother of Santa Claus. Legend.
0: Yes. Yes. Krampus and Santa go appear together. Often.
1: Well, because, you know, if you got a naughty kid what if there's a good kid in the house you got to beat the one while the other one gets the gift so you know yeah
0: saint nicholas would give well-behaved children oranges dried fruit walnuts and chocolate <laughs> oh baby i'm gonna be a better kid so i can get some walnuts
1: <laughs> well yeah but i mean at a time when like that's all you got for christmas right you know you didn't have a kid asking for a playstation or a fucking phone
0: no not at all
1: it was like you know behave or this creature's going to come beat you and you're not going to get any fucking fruit yep oh poor krampus he always gets the raw end of the deal but you can watch the movie if you want from 2015
0: okay good to know
1: apparently it's on Fox now
0: ooh what's yes. that is that,
1: like, mm. is that like Peacock Um, I guess so they all have their own shit now right I know right and the Krampus movie stars Adam Scott and Tony Collette and Conchata Farrell
0: She's the housekeeper on two, two... Two and a half men. Two and a half men. That's yep. what it is. Yes.
1: Yep. She just recently died, didn't she? I think so. October 12th of last year. Yep. <clears throat> no more Conchata. What are you going to do, right? Everybody dies. <laughs>
0: That's right,
1: Seth Green. Michael Eisner's
0: immortal words to Katie Couric.
1: Well, what? That everybody dies.
0: Yeah, at the at the grand opening of Animal Kingdom, after <clears> they were like <throat> the the publicized animal deaths, Katie uh, Couric was was interviewing him, and said something to the effect of, you know, how do you respond to the animals aren't getting you know the best care you've got animals dying and this was right after her husband had died of colon cancer or whatever
1: Oh Jesus. and he goes
0: well Katie everything dies <laughs> bitch <laughs> oh my god
1: that sounds like something yeah. he would say <clears throat> yep 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 oh good times <clears> hmm <throat> all right you got anything else for this week
0: no we can talk about Christmas shopping next week
1: okay all right well if you want to get in touch with us you can always send us an email at info at you can follow us on twitter facebook youtube let us know you're listening so until next week this is chris this is john have a good week
0: i never thought it was such a bad little tree <laughs>